You ready? Yeah. All right, just hit the red. This is a beautiful, if you see the window, it's perfect because really the message is going to that window. It's not going to you because the talk about big M mind to you goes nowhere. Yeah, but if I talk to big M mind about you, it can go somewhere. But if I keep talking to you about mind, it doesn't go freaking anywhere. You think you know mind, and knowing mind is like the booby prize because being mind is the only opportunity we really have. Yeah, being big M mind, being being, being awareness. It's not knowing awareness, it's not studying awareness, it's being. We only have one opportunity about what we are, and that is to be what we are. And I'm humbly saying we are being what we are right now. And the way we're appearing is we're believing a lot of shit that's not. Yeah? So we're taking false evidence to appear real. So I, used, I did talks in L.A. and people came up to the guy who was working the door and they kept saying, you know, everything this guy says goes over my head. So the guy came up to me after the talk and brought that up. And I said, yes, that's where I'm aiming. You know, I'm throwing it over your head because I'm not throwing at you. because it goes fucking nowhere yeah you start thinking you know something and that's the biggest impediment to being what you are is trying to know what you are so this it's sort of like uh, you ever see that Buddha with the thousand arms yeah and so the mental state has about a thousand myths on those thousand arms and everything that's thrown in its direction or any direction it catches it and claims it and neuters it yeah so the mental state, so it's like the Death Star in uh, Star Wars. It's shooting down all the fighter planes. Yeah? Or like, it's like uh, spiritual sperm. Yeah? So the message, the sharing, the repeating it is like spiritual sperm. You're trying to go, only one may make it. Yeah? But only one has to hit the egg of mind for the egg of mind to conceive a possibility. And the possibility is simply, I'm not that. As soon as it entertains the possibility that it's not what it's not, it can, it can entertain, I can be free from it. Yeah. If, you, if you're in the act of being identified as what you're not, the only way your head can entertain freedom is as that. That's the bondage of self. Yeah. If you're identified as what you're not, you're entertained being free as what you're not when the freedom is from what you're not. And if what you're not is not, how long will the freedom from it take to occur? The freedom from it is always available. It's like there's a great statement by Ramana Maharshi that I believe explains a lot. To me, it's like the first conception of the mental state, which is a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. A presupposing. It's not. It's, it's a beautiful way of saying it because supposing or assuming something doesn't make it so, right? So, but in the assumption, when the mental state assumes you're a body, yeah, it presupposes you are a body. So suddenly, consciousness is occurring, and then the mental idea that it, there's a you comes after. But when entertained, that you is implied to be before, and now you think you're conscious. You think you're doing consciousness. Yeah? You think you can improve consciousness. But in fact, if you look at it, consciousness is not volitional. 
Yeah. In other words, I can't choose not to see something with my eyes open at that window. Whatever goes by, I'm going to see it. Now, I can say I didn't want to see it after I saw it, but I can't not see it, yeah, if my eyes are directed that way. And I'm not taking any seeing classes ever in my life. I did not join any class where I try to become better at seeing, yeah? It was just... And the same thing with hearing and feeling and tasting and touching. None of that experience demonstrates any thought or effort to be what it is, because it isn't doing consciousness, it's being conscious. But if there's a presupposing that you, as this action figure, are the one who's conscious, I guarantee you the sense you're going to have is you're unconscious most of the fucking time. And therefore, from that sense of unconsciousness, you'll want to become more conscious, yeah? And therefore, consciousness as an always available state now becomes a particular attribute you can have and you can lose. That's the claiming of it. That's what the mental state does. The mental state appears after and implies it's before. So they're presupposing a non-existent thing and then wanting to get ex- salvation for the non-existent thing. Then he further states that if your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy the non-existent thing? So that which you believe is being used to destroy the non-existent thing is actually reinforcing the non-existent thing. You're best basically up, you know, shit's creek, really. Yeah? Because how are you going to do yourself out of being the doer if you're not the doer? How are you going to think yourself out of thinking if you're not the thinker? Come on in, man. It's fine. You're not late. Don't worry about it. So if you want to see the first movement of the mental state, and if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it, really. So the first movement is to claim whatever it comes in contact with. It doesn't provide the contact, consciousness does, but it claims whatever it comes in contact with. So it's, be, it's become in contact with consciousness, and now it states that it's the one who's conscious. It becomes conscious of seeing, and now it interprets that as being the seer. It becomes conscious of hearing, and now it interprets it as being the hearer. It, it becomes conscious of actions, and now, it's intent, now it uses it to imply an actor. Yes? That's the activity of the bondage of self. And the bondage of self is an activity. It's not so. It can only seem to be so. To what is so. Yeah? That's why I use the term selfing. Because it's an activity. So if you look at it, it's the act of being identified as a self. Now, the way it sounds is, the verb is the act of being identified, and then there's a noun called self. But it's all a verb. Yeah? The verb is, there's an act of being identified as a noun. There is no noun to be identified with, but there's an act of being identified as a noun. And it's just like, have you ever gone to a hospital where there's like a, there's a ward that people that cannot stop running are in? Yeah, let's say they're just running all fucking day. Yeah, most times you're doing something, there seems to be a stopping point. You can stop running, yeah? But if what, if what, if the bondage of self was to a real thing, there would be a hopeless condition of mind and body. But what's happening is the bondage is an activity. 
You're believing the story that you're the thinker, the feeler, the toucher, the taster. And in that believing it, it seems to be freaking so. If there's not, if the believing is moved away from it, it will seem not to be so. Not because it changed its color, because you saw it differently. The same thing. The same thing can be false evidence or it can be false evidence appearing real. It's the same evidence. It's you and I. It's like the movie isn't that good. It's the audience that makes it fucking so. We're the dreaming here. We're not the dreamer. We're the dreaming. It's an activity. So if you see selfing as an activity, the possibility that it can stop becomes available. If you keep calling it you, you'll try to stop every freaking thing else. But if you see it's itself as an activity, it can stop. The effects of the selfing. So when people get introduced to this idea, this is what I usually get. They call me up or they text me or whatever, and they say, oh, I've been watching myself selfing all day. That's not the selfing. The selfing is the feeling of being the one who's watching the selfing. Or they say, the selfing has been driving me crazy. That's not the selfing. The selfing is the sense of being the one who's been driven crazy. That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self is that you take yourself to be a self. Is it so? No. Can it seem to be so? Yes. Where can it seem to be so? In time. Would it seem to be so in timelessness? No fucking way. In time, it can seem to be so. So if you know its movements, maybe you'll catch the heist before the heist. Because before the heist, before the bondage, that's the freedom. The freedom is not that which comes after the bondage. The freedom from the bondage of self is an inherent fact. You are free, completely. You, can all, you may seem not to be, but it doesn't make it so. And you can seem not to be free here. But does that make you not free? No. The freedom is not an afterthought from the bondage. It's a priorness. You're inherently free of the bondage of self. So what would you do to get rid of or, or to get out of a non-existent thing? Absolutely nothing if you saw it as non-existent. And would you have to go back to make sure it was still non-existing if it was non-existing? Would you have to kill it over and over and over again? Of course not. Something would be seen through, and it would be seen through. Now, do you remember it? It's not about remembering it. It's about the feeling, the sense of it, yeah? The sense feltness of being on incessantly. And then you suddenly start recognizing you as an activity, not as someone who's doing activities. That all there is is verbing here. There is no noun to be found here. Everything is verbing, 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 verbing. Everything is selfing. The freedom is not a freedom. It's free. You're freeing. You're freeing. You're freeing. And then when you seem not to be freeing, it's a seeming not to be freeing and freeing and freeing. Seemingly never makes it so. The selfing can never produce a self. That which is verbing is never going to coagulate and finally come out of the river of verbing and turn into a noun. It's all a freaking story. It's believed or not. If it's believed, you're going to travel heavy. If it's not believed, you'll travel lighter. 
And if you start traveling later, that's all. See, if you had contentment now, you wouldn't. Look at what the word enlightenment has done to most people. It's fucked them up really badly. It would, they would have been better off they never heard of enlightenment. And then awakening did another number on people. And then, not intentionally, but people sharing an event they call awakening has driven fucking people crazy because it excludes them immediately. So if someone woke up in like aisle four of Walmart when a toaster fell off the third <laughs> level of a shelf, people will actually try to reproduce those situations with the hope that the awakening will happen to them. It doesn't happen. What's happening all the time never fucking happens. It's a story. What's happening all the time can never stop happening to happen. If this seems to dawn on you, one of the things that downloads completely is it's always been this way. Basically, nothing ever happened. Everything is happening, yet nothing ever happened. The only thing that's forever happening is what we are. Nothing else is forever happening. You stop trying to recognize yourself as something and then you see everything as burning. Yeah? So my sense is by seeing what you're not, and you can study self because it's not you. You cannot study what you are. It's impossible. All you can do is be what you are. But you can study what you're not. You can learn about what you're not with the hope that it will distill into one fucking hit, which is, I'm not that. And as soon as you see what you're not, you'll find out what you are. And it's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary to meet it, other than the ones you believe. So you can see the claiming of the mental state. And to me, the mental process is memories, perceptions, thoughts, yes? The memories all are files picturing you as a body somewhere else at some other time, yes? The thoughts always picture you as a body. When you're thought about, you're pictured as a body. If you're thinking about you five years ago, you're pictured as a body. If you're worrying about what's going to happen to you eight years from now, that's another form of remembering yourself as a body. Yeah? So there it is. You're remembering yourself as a body in the past, you're remembering yourself as a body in the future, and then you actually have a remembrance of yourself now as a body. All the preoccupation with yesterday and tomorrow is to produce one effect right now, which is you taking yourself to be a body. Once that reference is in place, everything that you see is given direction from that false reference. Once you take a step out and believe you took that step out, and then you believe you can take a step back in, you're not going fucking anywhere. You're just going to do a little one-two. And some of the worst thing is, is when people think they had an awakening and they've lost it, which is unbelievable. Fucking mental torture. You know what I mean? Because of course you're written, written to, into the story that you must have done something to lose it. 
<laughs> Therefore, you must have believed you had done something to have it. Yeah? <laughs> that can go on infinitum. <laughs> So what happens? Thoughts. Your thoughts don't affect me one bit, really. But the same thoughts you're entertaining, if they're entertained as my thoughts, they suddenly have a huge amount of power over me. Where is it? Is it from the thoughts? Is that the source of power, or is it the my? And what is the my but an activity, yes? You're taking the thoughts to be about you, or you're the thinker of them. That's where the power lies in thoughts. The, power, the, thoughts, have, the thoughts are like an empty fucking pickup truck. The weight they bring into your life is not from the pickup truck. It's what puts shit in the pickup truck is the my. The identification as the thinker or the thought about. That's where all the weight is. That's the weight that gets distributed. So all the thoughts, each one of them, it's sort of like a, a herd of donkeys, yeah? And the, t- the tail that's put on all the donkeys, which is a pointer, is the my. So let's say this is a bottle, no problem. Yeah. Now I can look at it as my bottle, and suddenly the bottle's being used to point at the one who has the bottle. Yeah. So here's a thought, just like this. Ba 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 ba. Then it's held, called me, my thought. Suddenly the thoughts start pointing at the thinker. All day, all day, the claiming of being a self has to constantly be reinforced because it has no ground to stand on. Its highest level is appearance. It can only appear to be so. So thousands of thoughts are going by, and they're all seemingly being pinned with this donkey tail that they're yours. So now all the thoughts are being used to point to the thinker. All the feelings, tons of different feelings are happening with no volition whatsoever on your part, but they're still being claimed to be your feelings. Yeah. And then the actions are the most difficult one because we, in this place, you do not get convicted by thought, but you get convicted by actions. So I could have a thought a hundred times, I hate my girlfriend, yeah? But if I say it that one time, she's never going to forget it. Nor are her friends after she calls them all up. Yes? So I get tattooed by the action. But the action was compelled by what? Thought. What could a thought, how could a thought have so much compelling effect other than me believing in it? I know people in San Quentin, a prison where I knew where I lived, that killed people in a blackout. So the rest of their whole life, it's totally determined by an act they can't even remember. Yeah. This is what happens. Yeah. Every one of us, there's millions and zillions of thoughts. They come through us. And many, very rarely do they actually compel an action. But when they do compel an action, they express a life through us. They extend by having an effect. Like I got ran over twice in one night by a car 37 years ago. I don't even remember the event, but its effects have lasted for 37 years. It's affected this action figure for 37 years. Now that thought that drove me to go back to that bar after I left was definitely packed with a huge wallop in the fist of mine. I was believing the thoughts. I was believing a huge party had erupted at a bar where no one was at on a freezing Sunday night in, in Long Island, New York. 
I believed it. It compelled me to get into my car, hoping I was going to meet a babe, but I made a, met a Chevy Monte Carlo. Got run over twice, and then my whole life has been affected by that. You know how many millions of thoughts I had just like that thought? But that thought was, con- was not followed, but preceded by mine. It had a lot of believability, and it propelled an action that left an effect for a long, long time. That's what's happening every day. How are you going to have immunity to thought as a thinker, which is just the thought itself? There's no way. You have to have an immunity system outside the system. Yeah. And what you are is outside all systems. Your awareness, the activity of being aware right now, everything, everything comes after you. Nothing precedes you. Nothing. There's no seer of the scene. There is no fucking seer of the scene. There's seen. Come on in, you're right. See, he, he was thinking better of it, but he came in. <laughs> I watched the whole event. It was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if I, once I started to see, this happened to me in AA, about my ninth year of sobriety. I used to lead a class in, in this process called inventory process. And it was, came out of a chapter called How It Works. So I read it many times. I led these classes for about 16 years, but at that point I had been doing it for seven years. And I had read this quest, this sentence tons of times, and I got a meaning out of it. But something had happened, and I saw it in a new light. And it says, this is the sentence. It says, being convinced, and that's a beautiful thing, because it, it isn't, I was convinced, or I will be convinced, it's the act of being convinced. In other words, I was in the act of being convinced. Not I had conviction. I was in the act of being convinced that self manifested in various ways. And self, I implied the, long la- the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah, a thing. Yeah, That self manifested in various ways is what had defeated us. Yeah? Such a beautiful statement because in this statement it's saying self is sort of like a foreign installment or a parasitical movement or something, and it has defeated and we're the us, yeah. So self manifested in all these different ways is what has defeated us. If you're convinced of that, we will now look at self's common manifestations. And then the next paragraph it says resentment. Yeah. So if you study it, if you look at the logic of it, it says that resentment or fear and these other manifestations of self are expressions of self in one's life. And yet when you hear people talk about it, they talk about it as their resentments and their fears. Yeah. So that's the act of being identified as a self. In other words, if someone describes manifestation of Stanley's in my life, and yet... I share about those manifestations and I call them mine, I must be in the act of being identified as Stanley. Yeah? If something is producing effects that are moving through me and when they're coming through me, I call them mine, I must be identified as something that I'm not. That's the bondage of self. You are claiming... Its expressions as yours. How are you ever going to get out of something? How is self ever going to get out of self? 
And how can there be a freedom from self if self can never get out of self? The only way is to see you're not in self. Yeah? The only way to get out of an imaginary place is to realize it's imaginary. One movement implies its reality. So you can't move out of it because there's no it to move out of. Yeah? It doesn't take any time to get out of where you're not in. So the solution isn't found through time. It's a timeless, always available possibility. Yeah? You see how beautiful it is? This solution, say from the problem, you need a solution. But if this solution is entertained, it reveals the problem is an activity. There's no need for a solution, because applying a solution would be an activity. So you see it's an activity, and then there's no need for a solution. That's the solution. You're left with exactly what is. Nothing added, nothing subtracted. It's so beautiful, because you're irrelevant in it, basically. It's not based on you. This condition is not based on your condition. That's so beautiful. Because your condition can be affected by outside things. This is the this is the outside and the inside. This is the context. Yeah. The bowl can receive so many different soups and never, never get stained by any of them. Yeah? We're like the sky. Yeah. Allows everything to appear in it, yet nothing that appears in it affects it. That's what mind is like. Big M mind pristinely untouched. The gravest, most heinous things that you believe you did here have left no mark on it. There's no need for forgiveness because nothing ever fucking really happened. What a beautiful, beautiful solution to having absolutely no need for a solution. What incredible gift than to be freed from the need to be liberated. And in a weird sense... This is much more approachable by lack of interest than it is by interest. It's much more available when you have absolutely no interest in its availability. (laughs) It becomes sparse and infrequent when you're interested in finding it. (laughs) But when you have no interest in it, and I'm telling you, I have absolutely zero interest in what people call spirituality. (laughs) Zero. Zilch. None. I have interest in finding a good latte or getting a pair of pants, but I have no interest in finding what I am. (laughs) That's a pointless endeavor. And the funny thing is, when you realize you're not an individual, you'll be more of an individual. Completely. Because all these little prefabricated mental ideas will be released. The fucking plant will be released from the pot. The fucking mental pot. Yeah? And it's really lack of interest, which is the presence. To me, the presence is undirected interest and attention, basically. It's not being directed by the mental state. So it's hovering like a weather front, and you sense it almost like a weather front. It's like a cloud that doesn't get blown by the wind or moved by the currents. Yeah? It's a cloud wherever you are. And to me, it's interest, undirected interest and attention. You have plenty of interest and attention to deal with what's available to do in a day. 
Yeah, there's 99% of the interest can be rested in. Yeah. But you're not going to rest in a uh, when the interest attention is sent out on chores all day. Yeah, usually going to the store of yesterday and tomorrow to fucking bring back a mirror of you as a body so that you can fucking stare at it all day. That interest and attention is dead. It's like fucking enslaved to a dead fucking idea. It's not enriching your day. It's enslaving you in a day. So. So, think, uh, thinking, feeling, acting. Much different. It's, we used to do this thing all the time. Put money up here, put relationships up here, put sex up here. Everyone, it would engender a meaning in everybody, yeah? Based on what you think your conditions are in those areas. Now, you could weigh them. If we weighed them all together in this room, maybe it would come out to be about four pounds of interest, yeah? All right, I'm going to change the whole word by not changing any of the letters. My money. That's an obvious one. I wish all of you would have tons of money, but I don't wish you to have any of my money. Yeah? What's the difference? My, not money. Relationships. Yeah, relationships. My relationships. Jesus Christ. I've written like 800 blog, pages of blogging on my relationship. Health. My health. It's usually different, isn't it? That's what's happening all day. Everyone's looking at what comes after. See what's seemingly before, which is the mind. That's our role here in the dreaming. We're giving everything all the meaning it has through the mind. Yeah? That's the self. If you see through that, and there's just money, health, and relationships, you'll travel lighter through all the topics of this life. Yeah? And if you travel lighter for a while, that's probably all you ever really wanted. Because you'll lose interest in everything else that promise eternal lightness and shit like that. I'd rather have a contentment now than a future fucking enlightenment. I would. It's much more valuable. So, you know, that's really about it, I guess. But I'm a believer that the message can be repeated because it's not a dissertation. So it can be repeated because we'll find ourselves... It's like the mind's like a lazy Susan with a lot of openings. You never know what day you'll hit the right opening where that one spiritual sperm will conceive the idea in mind. And mind will entertain the possibility, I'm not that. Instead of you trying to entertain the possibility of I'm not that, as I'm not that. Has it gone anywhere? Has it gone anywhere, the I'm not that, having an understanding that it's I'm not that? It really has. When the shit hits the fan, the understanding's not there. But if what you are entertains what it's not, something can happen, yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. How it gets nuded is by us trying to get it, yeah. When what you're not wants to find out about what it's not, it's not going to go anywhere. It's lack of interest. It's not interest. Interest is the biggest deterrent. That's why I could look around this room and I, I could turn my will and my life over to not everyone in this room, but a lot of you. And you would do a better job with it than I would. Because there's way too much vested interest in this situation. Really. And it's really... I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. 
And it, I, very well intentioned. I've had trouble with the digestion since I was young. And so I was always seeking some relief, and I tried many things, nothing seemed to really work. And so there was this stuff they were selling at Whole Foods, where it was, came from Canada, came in these little bottles of probiotic. It was like $48 for a six-pack. So every week I bought one. And for about a year or so, it's like a lot of money after a while. And for about a year I'm taking this, and I'm thinking, am I feeling better? And I try to coax myself into feeling better, but nothing really had changed much. So I decided to send uh, my ship to this laboratory called Smoky Mountain Labs in Tennessee. It's famous in the new age world. And they would send you a kit, and they'd send you a thing to check what you wanted them to look for. So, of course, everyone always checks parasites. Yeah? But I was checking all this stuff. So I sent it, and I was really excited to get the returns. Because I've been spending, I went out and bought $48 worth of this stuff again. And I get the returns, I'm looking at it, no parasites. I go, wow, that's great. Then I look at all right, what, what percentage, and I have now put at least 80 trillion beneficial intestinal flora in a very small area. If you stretch the colon, it must be 12 feet. So that's a lot of fucking citizenry. I put in there. You would think the country would change. So I look at the thing, it says signs of intestinal flora. Beneficial. Zero dot zero zero. There was absolutely no sign of all the shit I was pouring in there for two years. And then it says the next thing says there's two there's two bacteria that are residing in your gut that love beneficial flora. <laughs> so I was catering a gourmet meal to this bacteria all the while thinking I'm make, I'm working hard to get better. I'm feeding the fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to happen here. And what is that but fucking self-interest? If the interest is incredible, it's what's directing it. If the mental state's directing it, your interest and attention can be used to enslave you. If whatever you want to call it, the spirit, and of course it would call it the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, if that's directing it, you'll have an ease and comfort in the circumstances and situations you find yourself in. It's the same energy. It's just what directs it. It's the same energy that we all have. Our whole life, right this moment, is totally based on faith, really. We're believing this to be so. And so it seems to be true. Just like the stock market is, is totally based on faith of the people who are participating in it. If enough people get fucking scared about it, it collapses completely. Because it's all made up. The whole thing. Yeah? So... People think they have to have faith, but the idea that they have to have faith is a faith that they don't have faith, isn't it? Isn't it? So their idea, so faith is always in action. We're, at, we're the effect of faith all the time, and yet we're thinking that we're calling it like something I can have, but it's actually having you. Yeah? You're the effect or the, the appearance of faith. Faith is mind dreaming, basically. Yeah? So here's this faith. So let's say faith is put into a failed thought system. What's it going to produce with that failed thought system? Tons of fucking anxiety about what's not happening. Yeah? That same faith, if directed to something other than a thought system, may be used to enrich your day right now. It's the exact same energy. Exactly. Completely. The energy is neutral. It's what it's put in that that's how it manifests. If it's put into a failed system, you're going to be worried so much about yesterday and tomorrow, you won't seemingly be here right now. 
That same energy, if it's put into a trusting system, which is not of self, you're going to have an ease and comfort in your life, even when it's uncomfortable and, and you're at unease. Like the Course says, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. We forget that we're dreaming, and in that condition we give everything we're dreaming the, the power to affect us as the dreamt. That's everyone's day here, basically. Everyone here is dreaming, and in this dreaming, we're dreaming, I don't like to say dream, because that's, there's no dream, there's dreaming only. So, we are the dreaming of the dreaming, we forget that we're dreaming, which is impossible, but we can seemingly forget. In other words, it can appear to what's dreaming that it's forgotten it's dreaming. Yeah? That's the highest level it can get. It cannot forget it's dreaming. But it can seem to forget it's dreaming. Yeah? And it can only seem to forget it's dreaming in time. In the eternity of every moment, there is no possibility that dreaming can forget that it's dreaming. But in time, it can seem to forget that it's dreaming. Once it seems to forget that it's dreaming, every, suddenly everything that you're dreaming now has the ability to affect you as a dream. So one thought can ruin your weekend. Yeah? You believe you're the owner of the thought, then the thought owns you. You believe you're the feeler of the feelings, now feelings own you. It's amazing. And it's amazing not to see it. If you see it, that's it. That's the one quality it can never manufacture. It can have a story that you were seeing, and it can have a you story that you will be seeing, but it is not seen now. It's seen. The activity that most of us are looking from can be seen from seeing. You precede it all. But what it does, it presupposes that it's you and you're before the seeing, that you're the seer. That which comes after is implying it's before. That's the little charade. You would believe that everything follows the way we see time, but the mental state doesn't follow it. In the mental state, that which comes after can seem to be before. So it's an idea that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity that arises after consciousness or in consciousness, and when you're attentive to it, it implies it's before consciousness. <laughs> and now at that point, anytime you entertain freedom, you entertain freedom as that, where the freedom is from it. But if you try to get out of it as it, you never get out of it. If you keep trying to escape an imaginary place, that's the biggest place, yeah? If you attempt to meditate yourself out of the meditator, you're never going to fucking do it. The meditation comes after the process of being the meditator. The sense of being the meditator claims the meditation to reinforce the idea it's the meditator. And none of us are quick enough to see that heist. But what we are sees it completely. But what we're not will never get to the point of being able to see it. Because what you're not is part of the process. Yeah? What you are is before all process. That's the beauty of it. <clears throat> You're not trying to attain a quality, you're just 
recognizing, like we say in AA, an unsuspecting inner resource. It doesn't mean it wasn't there, it was just unsuspected. Yeah. Once it becomes possible, it becomes obvious. But first, the possibility is what's keeping things at bay. Because our desire or any drive to be as we are, which is free, has been commandeered, and now you're trying to be free as the non-existent thing, not from the non-existent thing. simple invitation. You can feel it in the room. And you don't even have to call it you. It is you. You don't have to try to echo it with any affirmation. It can stand on its own. Yeah? doesn't need to be talked. doesn't need to be claimed. It doesn't need to be known. It's available at all times right where you are. Rest. Yeah? That's the appropriate response. So, any questions? No? (laughs) 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 Any questions? Yes. Can you explain nothing ever happened? Yes. I think I did already, but... I it, know. All right. Well, everything is always happening, therefore nothing ever happens. Yeah, yeah I don't get that. Mm. It's always happening. I understand yes. it's always happening. So how could anything ever happen unless it, something wasn't always happening? If something, if if there isn't anything that's always happening, then a lot of shit could happen. Yes? But because something's always happening, nothing can happen. Yeah? Well, just entertain. It doesn't matter. You don't have to understand it. Actually, that's the booby prize. You've already been, the spiritual subpoena has been served. Yeah. You've, you've got it. Really? The thing that needs to catch the message is what throws the message. I'm telling you, as the seeming thrower of the message, you caught the message. (laughs) You can blame it all on me. And remember, don't confuse the message with the messenger. There's no one here who's fucking pure as the action figure. Everyone's dirty here. Yeah? People make a mistake. They believe... What's the message that's moving through someone? The person has obtained it or has it. If they believe they have it, they can believe they lose it. Yeah. This thing has always revealed to me since it started to happen as something moving through, like water moving through a hose. Not one time did the hose really... It may have thought it was the water, but this is just a fucking action figure. If you followed me by 11 o'clock, you'd be bored in the a.m. <laughs> you would. There's nothing special. And I always say to people, if you think someone's special, go to the bathroom after they've been in it. They smell just like everybody else. Yeah. They flip out in traffic. They're fucking giving the finger. Flipping out. Yes. 
It, loving gaze doesn't mean a fucking thing. It's not, a, it's not an indication of anything. Yeah? You're just awake to being awake. That's it. It's, not, it's actually quite ordinary. If you were looking for something, this ain't the fucking place to be. Really. And people who know me, they can, I bet you they can say with no question around it that they got nothing from me <laughs> for fucking eight years, ten years. If they call up and they haven't seen me in a long time, anything new? No, there's nothing fucking new. It's the same thing. We don't have intensives. We don't have retreats. We don't have anything like that. We don't have personal counseling. Nothing. I have too much respect in you for you. You are. You know it already. Yeah. You don't need a huge... And I t- why would you want to go on intensive? Isn't today intense enough? <laughs> this place is the biggest freaking intensive. Why do we need to contrive an intensive? This is insane on you. Hey, come on in, honey. We're almost over. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a, see, the thing is, if you keep receiving nothing, it it's actually shows itself to be everything. And nothing is the gift that keeps on giving because there's no running out. And if you collect a lot of something, it's always going to add up to nothing anyway. So why not start at nothing? Just start at nothing and stay at nothing. Yeah. Break through the desire to do something. Just sit with it. Sit. And become what... You are what you're looking for. Completely. Like St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for, or said. It doesn't say what's looking, and then 50 pages of requirement for you to go through to become what you're looking for. It's what's looking right now is what you're looking for. What is that but rest? If what's looking is what you're looking for, what are you going to be free from? The looking for what? What's looking? Now you'll be able to look for things that you can find, like a latte, some pants, a date maybe if you're lucky. Yeah? You'll find things you're looking for. <laughs> but if you're looking for what's looking, you're never going to find it because that's what's looking. <laughs> you're still going to be so fucking frustrated. And if you didn't go to etiquette satsang classes, you'd be so pissed if this was your 800 meeting and you've gone on 20 fucking retreats and nothing really radically happened, I would be fucking asking for my money back. <laughs> I would. I'd be so pissed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> One thing, junkies are very pragmatic. If you shit up, shoot up shitty shit, you know it's shitty shit. Really fast. You have an incredible eye of discernment. When I shot coke, I knew if it was good in like a half a second. And I knew it was bad in about a half a second. (laughs) And my coke dealer didn't say, it may take lifetimes of purification for you to get a good shot of coke. Fuck that. I want instant gratitude. I'm not going to fucking wait, but we will for other freaking things. It's like the perfect business plan. You can never call the fucking formula to the mat because you'll blame its failure on you because of self-centeredness. You will think that you haven't done enough. When in this case, there's not, you've done more than enough. If you think it was doing, you've done more than enough. It's always available all the time right now. There's not one more inch you have to try to add on to it. 
Just lose interest in you. And you can't lose interest in you as you. That would be interest in you. Yeah? We have a statement in AA. It says, it's like, it's the most important statement in the book. It says, quit playing God. All right? So, okay. So, let's say what's playing God hears that. So, what's playing God hears quit playing God. So now what's playing God tries to quit playing God. Isn't that playing God? And you could go on ad infinitum. If the shoe fits, wear it, if that's what's happening. Doesn't it feel like that? Self's trying to get out of self, and it doesn't seem to ever complete the mission. It gets temporary reprieves, only to reinforce the one that wants to get out more. It's slavery, really. My job, and I'm doing really good at it, is to become obsolete. I swear to God, people now just call me every five years. They don't come to any meetings anymore. Sometimes they just drive by. (laughs) Or they come like this lady come, and they come at the end. (laughs) They're they're exactly the way they were before they came. They're exactly the way they are at the meeting. And they're exactly the way... So they're saving themselves freaking time. Yeah? I'm supposed to be obsolete. Any teacher worth their salt, especially in non-duality, should have a huge plan of obsoleteness in store. Because if you keep coming back year after year after year, unless for the joy of it, that ain't non-duality. <laughs> That's not non-duality. That's another practice and another process. I don't want you to become I don't want to become obsolete to time here and stuff because I love seeing them. But if so be so be it, so be it. Yeah. And I know all of you cheat on me with other teachers. <laughs> the only monogamous here is me, basically. <laughs> really. Everyone else it's unbelievable, man. It's like uh, it's like Mormon non duality. A, a lot of polygamy going on constantly. Yeah. There's a great there's a great story, I don't know if it's true or not, but I like it, about Ramana Maharshi. I think it's really beautiful. And there was these followers of his, old timers, and they were talking and he came in the room and they asked him, Can we teach? And he looked at them all and said, Yeah, all of you can teach, but I don't recommend it. So they were a little confused and they go, Why? And he says, Compassion. And they say, can you explain? He says, yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to be in front of a group of people and you'll have compassion for them and you'll dilute the message. Yeah, so that it will fit into their mailbox instead of fucking just serving a spiritual subpoena and that's it, yes? You had a question? I, I feel like I'm stuck in a sort of catch-22 where I get it, I think. Like, I, I recognize that this, this identity isn't real and trying to seek for what is is taking me away from it. It's crazy. But if I stop, there seems to be nothing happening. And I... Great. Continue to feel like I need to do something. Who does, though? You can always ask that. I, I do ask that, oh. but it just... And, I, and then I can see that it's not something real that's asking it. 
So you're basically getting nothing, but that's seen as less than something. Yeah, it doesn't feel like... Stick with the nothing, man. It'll turn into everything, really. Okay. The best thing that happened with me is when the spiritual pants fell down, I didn't pick them up. So people would call me, you missed a great teacher. I said, great. You know I mean? Oh, are you going on that? No, that's fine. And I abstained for a while. Not I. There was an abstaining of trying to get a turbocharged nothing or an extreme nothing. And it's just ordinary dog shit awareness. Yeah? People don't recognize it at all. They just see you as another customer on aisle 3, 7, 11. You're not exhibiting huge amount of shafts of rays of light, maybe. You're just ordering your weight to being awake. It's not the, nothing fucking heroic whatsoever. I don't feel any different myself. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe just a belief that something will change, or... Yes, you're on to something. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Just stick with it and see that urge to get somewhere with it. Remember when you first got introduced to non-duality? I remember I started hearing it. The first thing, the mental state claimed it and tried to take advantage of it. And this, I had a blatant example of it. I was living in Australia and my girlfriend went out and she had asked me to do the dishes. So when she came back, the dishes were undone. And then she called me on it. Paul, why didn't you do the dishes? I said, well, there, are, there is no Paul. And there's no dishes. And she said, fuck you, do the dishes. Yeah? So my head, for a first year or so, tried to get advantage of it. It's like, a, you ever see a desert tortoise? A big tortoise in the desert? Well, a coyote will come upon it and will try to get fucking some meat. After two minutes, three minutes, it can't get any meat, it loses interest. That's when everything gets really fucking good. Yes? Okay. Yes, you see? The mental state sniffing around, seeing why it can get out of it. When it realizes it does get, gets absolutely nothing out of non-duality, it will move away and it will feel like a huge disinterest. That's the interest. Now you're on to something. Now the interest has been sort of like swept clean, yeah? And then it's just there. And then that there-ness picks up the there-ness, yes? And nothing starts being everything. And you get freed from the need even to have any experience of it. You're totally available to accept things as they fucking are with no thought or effort, just as an effect of entertaining, yeah? The last place I ever wanted to be was here. I've been trying to escape here since I was four years old. First by reading fantasy things, then by drinking, then by using, then by spirituality, then getting, having that fail, then by uh, uh, drinking again, then back to spirituality. All I wanted was to escape here, and I finally found the greatest escape this is the wisdom of no escape. Yeah? I cannot get out of an imaginary place. The thing, I, I'm telling you, we all practice stuff, and maybe we can find fault, we didn't do enough, we didn't go enough, but one area of my life I did fucking perfectly, and that's drug addiction. I would match my devotion to drugs with any devotee in the history of spirituality. The monkey guy, whatever, Hanuman, I'm right up there. I love fucking cocaine. I did anything for it. I'd take anything I had and anything you had and give it away. I couldn't leave it if I stopped using. 
I was bereft of any ability to entertain or enjoy anything. I totally gave myself completely to it. And you know what fucking happened? In a radical way, nothing. You cannot transcend an imaginary place. I've been trying to get out of here forever. And it's never going to succeed because there's no here to get out of. But you did come to see that it's an imaginary place. I didn't, but there was a seeing it's an imaginary place. I have never come to anything. Okay. No, I mean literally. No, no, I My action figure is in its own fucking pool, swimming around. It's but, doing its own little thing still. But there was a seeing. No, there is a seeing. There is a seeing that this is an imaginary place. Now, yes. So how did that happen? Because it's always happening. But you weren't aware of it at one time. Seemingly. <laughs> exactly. I just try to explain the whole thing. That's exactly it. If what is real believes something is real, it's going to seem like it's fucking real. We are the reality. Of course, we're terming in a certain way, you're the dreaming. Yeah? But whatever it is, if false evidence can appear real, it has to have reality to appear real too. Because it can't get reality from anything fucking else than us. Yeah? This whole place is defined by its ceiling, which is seemingly so. It can only appear to be so to what so. There's only one or there's none what so. There is what is. But in the what is, what ain't can seem to be so to the what is. That's dreaming. We're in a dreaming right now. That's why there is no illusion. We, we see... In a, in a deluded manner, or we don't see in a deluded manner. The, the illusion is projected. There's no illusion. There's no dream. We're all of it. We're all of it at all times. Yeah? There is nothing that precedes you. You are the seeing. The buck stops there, and it goes on infinitum. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah? I've seen that there's all there is to see incessantly. So whatever appears in it is appearing in it. But its appearance is based on what it's appearing in. And we are what everything is appearing in. Don't try to figure it out. Just And do not try to get this message. Just let it go in. It's in already. It'll do its deal. I have total faith in it. So just leave it alone. Not even that. <laughs> there's no net. There's, you do not have to get involved. Yes? Because there is no me. They don't, don't even go there. Just, <laughs> it does, there's no because. Right now, we're all in the recognition of what we are by seeing what we're not. Mm -hmm. By seeing what I'm not, that's what I am. I am the seeing of all that I'm not. Yeah. That's what I am. I'm in an activity. I never stop to be what I am. I'm being what I am. Yeah? There's no, it never becomes be or the beer. It's always being. It's like if you go to the river, if there's a river around here, let's say the Colorado River in America, and you get a glass and you get some of the water, you think you have some of the water of the Colorado River, 
but you've missed the biggest essence, which is the rivering. You didn't, you didn't capture the movement of the river. You got the water, but you don't have the movement. And the movement is what makes the river. It's the rivering. We're missing, like you said, we, the rain hits us, but we don't feel, you see? Because we're trying to feel it as a noun. We're trying to get the verb when we are the verbing. We're so, the head is so stubborn about being something, it can't entertain anything else other than from there. So everything else has to be a something else to it. If you, re, if you see this isn't so, everything is just what's happening. That's why if everything is always happening, how could it have ever happened? There would have been, a, had to have a point where it wasn't happening for it to happen. There is no point. It's always happening. So when someone has an event, it's an event of what's always happening being translated in time. That's all it is. So you say something happened. But in fact, how could what's always happening actually happen? It can't. So if something happens, what's revealed, it's it's always happening. It totally negates the idea that something happened. If the something happened that people are talking about, its own happening negates that it happened. Because the dawning is it's always happening. There's ne- not one thing escapes its negation. It dawns and it's always, it's always been that way. I mean always been that way. Yeah? So immediately that negates that it happened. <laughs> I mean, how else? If you want to stop and plant a flag and say it happened, you're missing what's always happening. And I'm telling you, we have the problem in AA. People get too many years and not enough days. They think they got sober 30 fucking years ago, but are they sober today? Are they in the act of sobriety? People think something happened, but are they verbally aware of it now? If they are, they have to admit it never happened. And definitely there was no one for it to happen to. You're free from that. You're free from the need to be liberated. What needs to be liberated is not you. I swear, you'll lose all interest in shit. That's promising you something that you already are. And you'll be, you'll be engaged in finding your keys or whatever. Or getting a good latte or watching, you know, Bloodline or fucking, you know, something. You'll, you'll actually look for things you can find. <laughs> I mean, and you'll be successful. And it won't take lifetimes either. It's not going to take a lifetime to find a latte. I could tell you to go to Ezra's Town in Toronto and you'll find a great coffee. And I'm not getting paid by Ezra Pound here. <laughs> but they should give me a free one tomorrow. But you see? It's seeing. Right now, dog shit awareness. I'm telling you, when I was out there looking, spiritually, if, the, if I saw me now, from there, that's why I was seeking. The last thing I want to be is where, where I seem to be now. When I was in the, the spiritual seeking, this was what was driving me to seek. 
ordinariness, unspecialness, fucking one of the many, or none of the many. Yeah? That's the last thing I wanted. I want to have surrender on a cliff with long hair, with the wind blowing, and girlfriends and ex-girlfriends. Oh, what a wonderful... He's giving it all up. No, that's not how it turned out. In AA, they told me, go home and write an inventory. What? Yeah. That's what it will initiate a surrender. This is totally ordinary. It is boring as fucking hell, in a sense. You would much rather have an experience of being incessantly on than being incessantly on. From the mental state point of view, it's much rather have a peak experience of finally feeling it's excessively on than to be constantly on. Because it becomes the ordinary. It becomes the norm. Yeah? But if you missed it, and then you could have it, it would be one of the greatest peak moments you've ever had in this life. But it's always available at all times. It's like normal. Yes? Um, so I feel that, like, I like that, I feel that rest that you talked about, you know, uh, that which is looking, is that which you're looking for? Yeah. And then I said, like, uh, you said freedom uh, from yeah. instead of freedom as. Of the, the individual, and then just now, uh, so it talks about peak experiences. Or, or I was wondering, like, do you feel free from Paul, or do you, or, or do you have peak experience? Are you ever like, a, like hiking, and you're like, this is great? Or oh ever, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, all of it, yeah. Oh yeah, I have great. And do you have like shitty experiences too? For sure. <laughs> this is one of them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the Cedar Sun. <laughs> but yeah, sure. I don't have them, but they're shitty shit. Sure. I'm in a. I don't want to get too personal, but man, I'm involved in things that are bringing stuff that I thought had long passed gone. And they come arising. Because nothing ever goes, because it was never here. It just appears at times to us. Yeah? So if I change the situation, things that haven't appeared will appear. And the action figure, the base posture, the best posture it can have is it's overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And realize it's not managerial quality. Really, that's worked for me. But oh yeah, you don't get chipped at all. But do you feel free of Paul? Or do you you want to be free from Paul? No, I don't want to be free from Paul. That's the freedom from Paul. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Because I'm not Paul, you know. Though everyone sees me as Paul. You know, I'm not Paul, so Pauling continues. Do you, do you look at Paul as like as a fool, as like a no, no, I don't look at him much. I've lost interest a lot, but we're all frauds here, for sure. But if you don't want to be a fraud, you'll feel like one thousands of times. Yeah. See, the point is, if you don't take a position, you're not going to lose them. So. This was beautiful for me because ever since I was speaking in AA, I knew it had nothing to do with me. Because I had a commitment every Monday night for like 16 years. And some nights I had just lost my job five minutes before. Some nights my fairy princess had just broken up with me. Some nights I was waiting to hear if I had AIDS or not. Tons of different conditions I was in. But if I was willing to take the position, something moved through me. Yeah? So after, and whatever condition that I thought was so important before the meeting would lose all influence during the meeting. So then I realized, how could it be real if it can seem so, to be so unreal so quickly? Yeah? So I started to get a lot of 
let's say, free samples about things, yeah? And what happened is, from that point, I see this as a seat assignment. I don't think I'm a teacher. I don't believe in teachers. I, can, there, I believe in teachers of what you're not. I don't believe in non-duality teachers. Because how can you teach what you are? It's impossible. And I'm not a, worried about being a fraud because I am a fraud. <laughs> yeah? And the, I have not turned into the message. <laughs> the action figure isn't the physical embodiment of the message. <laughs> it isn't. It's a fucking blind-sided, mistaken-prone character still. Yeah? But it travels lighter. That's all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think a lot of people mistake because we're self-centered, we're body-centered, so we think when something's moving through someone, it's them. You know? But it's like the fruit, uh, the, the fruit isn't found in the husk, you know? The husk is there to perfect, protect or something or whatever, or in case. But it's not what's moving through. Yeah? So, it's easy in a way because I never took a position of being someone. And this, my head has taken many positions in life, thinking it was this and that, but it's never, never entertained that it was that which is speaking, what's coming through, which has been a real gift, completely. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because if I owned it, then I would think I got something, and then I would experience sooner or later that I lost it somehow. Yeah? But if you don't have it, you can't lose it. Yeah? That's the beauty of it. If you don't buy the first coin, if you see each coin is two-sided, no matter how many times you cut it. So if you believe you achieved something, you also believe you can lose it. But if you don't believe you achieved it, then the, the sense of losing it never comes up. Yeah? So you're freed from the opposite by not buying the first one. And I had nothing to do with it. It was just built in. Yeah? Just like when I was out there using, I never crossed the line of thinking I should get married or have kids. It's just built in. Yeah? Where I saw a lot of my friends have kids and things didn't go well for the kids or them. Yeah? But to me, I never even thought of crossing that line. And in AA, it was so beautiful, the solution that was demonstrated when I was struck sober. Because the urge to use was removed. And I haven't had a thought or a feeling about using or drinking for 29 years. With no effort, I don't need any skillful means because there's nothing to fight. I never have a thought about drinking or using since, ever. Yeah? Now that's a solution here to me. The urge was removed. Now the selfing has a different type of urge. It's necessary for this place to appear the way it is. But let's say it's full up, it's blown up too much, yeah? Because without the selfing, in a sense, there would be none of this going on. Yeah? So... The selfing is a part and parcel of the dreaming. It's a mental process. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah? It's going to continue like it has because it was never based on you for its continuance. See, there was no self, yeah, that was doing it, and therefore there's, no, there's not going to be a non-self when it stops doing it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it's not necessary for the selfing to stop. Yeah? What happens is the selfing you've lost interest in the selfing. And, you've, and your interest has been fucking invested somewhere else, let's say in the presence, yeah? 
So now you have immunity to yesterday and tomorrow because you're just not fucking that interested in what's not happening. I'm not interested in what's not happening. I'm not comparing this talk to any other talk. I don't think I'm trying to get into the moment because I realize I can't be out of the moment. Yeah? I mean, absolutely. So there's no... I never try to get into a moment, ever now. And you never get gypped. You're never missing a fucking thing. Yeah? So no, it's that fuck. My underwear may be too tight right now. So I feel a little, you know, discomfort there. Is it me feeling it? No. It's just discomfort. Yeah? But the discomfort's still there. Yeah? And I'll take care of it later. (laughs) 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 Any more questions? I want to get this clear in a way. Just the message messenger thing. Because it's a trap, in a way. If you believe someone has something, you can believe you don't have it. And every time you hear them speak about that, there's still going to be that divide. So there's going to be an inner conflict, yeah? That's already set up, yeah? The message is everyone has it, but what you feel is they have it more than everyone else, yeah? So how is this going to work and really able to receive the message cleanly? It's just going to produce confusion. Even though the intent of the message is to clarify things, that clarification is going to make things even more unclear. How it's heard. Yes, that's what happens. Don't pin it on anybody that they're the message. Look at people. Look at people who are proven by all, you know, by tons of research that they were frauds, supposedly like Carlos Castaneda. Yet those books, remember those books, Don Juan books? A lot of people got taken off by those books. Yeah? Because it's not the person or the book, it's the mind that's reading it. And if the mind is what's dreaming, it, it's like there's a statement in the, in the Course in Miracles that says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. And we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So this is mind dreaming itself out of the dream. That's what this satsang is. Yeah? It's, a, it's an event in dreaming, but the mind's using the dreaming to dream itself out of the dream. Yeah? That's the beauty. So the mind, the mind precedes anything and everything. It's what gives meaning to everything. What everything does doesn't give meaning to it unless it believes in something that it's the dreamt. And then suddenly everything that you're dreaming now has the ability to affect you as the dreamt. Easily remedied when you see that which is getting affected isn't you. Does it change that this is getting affected? No. But there's a lack of interest in it. That you could never make happen because that would be interest. If you have a huge interest to produce a lack of interest, that's interest. You can't get out of it. You have to lose interest in the system, not try to lose interest as the system. If you lose interest in the system, it doesn't have the boomerang effect. It's just loss of interest. Yeah? And that's the most interest of all. The most interest is what we call loss of interest. 
That's the most richest interest is what the mental state would be called to would call I'm losing interest in everything. Fucking hallelujah. That's the interest in and nothing. Yeah? The interest is nothing can be translated I'm losing interest in everything. I'm lo- fucking great. See what it looks like when you lose interest in everything and now the interest is in nothing. Maybe everything will be seen totally different than it's being seen as now. Maybe you would see this is a possibility of expression, not of achieving. Not of finding, but expressing what could not be lost. Yeah, And in that realization that it can't be lost is a, a relaxation about it. You're not focused, you're dispersed. Yeah, It's like beautiful art. You see so much more when you're not focusing. Yeah? Your mind opens up. You're in what they call in Dok Chen, relaxed awareness. Yeah? You're not sending in on any missions. It's just... That's, that, to me, is traveling lighter. Yeah? yeah? And the mental state and the action figure is going to demonstrate what it's demonstrating. But you'll see it instead of looking from it which is totally, hugely different, yeah? The same thing will go on, but if you see it, it's much different than when you're looking from it, yeah? That's that, eh? So, if you need another beating, we'll be here tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) Then this slaps will be given freely. (laughs) This is like that, really. It's like a Zen bitch slap. That's what it's like. You don't need a long, drawn-out explanation. All you need is to get hit. Yeah? To feel it. To have a sense of it. Because once you have a sense of it, then the mind can entertain it. The mind is very crippled here because it's a lot of stuff that it has to be triggered seemingly here by a possibility. It has to hear the possibility to entertain the whole meal. Yeah, You've got to give it a little bite, a little free sample. Then it can imagine the whole fucking dinner. But without the sample, all it does is it's now being funneled to conceptualize everything. Like to fucking make it like a frozen dinner. Yeah? But if you get a taste, which I believe Satsang is, then you get that you taste the flesh and blood of it. Now you can entertain it as a living event. Yeah? Not as a knowledge, not as a something, but as a living event. Yeah? Yeah. You'll get a flavor. It's like tactile. Yeah? It's like crackly. It's a sense of oneness. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Uh, the said to put the attention or your interest on the I am. Would you say then that's just like a half measure for the action figure? Well, it could be a lot of things. It matters who it is, you know, or who it's not. Yes? So it could be this or it could be that. Yeah? There's no road answer because some people will do something and it will produce a disservice, others will do the same thing, it will be a great service. It basically is where mind is at. Yeah? So the I am, I think he talks about the difference between consciousness and awareness. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. That confuses a lot of people. Hmm? That confuses a lot of people. Does it? Yeah. 
Well, the consciousness is an activity, yeah? And it's somewhat defined by what it's moving through. Yes? Where awareness is the context, yeah? So, people, there's a, who is it? Is, it aware, is there an awareness of consciousness or is consciousness conscious of awareness? You would see it more as an awareness of consciousness, yes? So, the consciousness is an activity that awareness is aware of now. When you try to turn consciousness onto the awareness, because consciousness, consciousness is somewhat defined here, it probably doesn't work. But when you see you're not the one who's conscious, and you see consciousness as an activity, that's the awareness. That's how awareness sees it, yeah? So then you get a sense of a context. Yeah. So the I am, I think the I am would lead to I am not, yeah? And negate both, don't you think? Yeah. First go to the I am, and then the I am not, and then neither. But you can't get to neither from one or the other. One has to get negated first, yes? So let's say the I am gets negated, then it's I am not, and then you're not that either. Yeah? Yeah. You ever see Buddhism? You ever hear, run, read Wei Wu Wei? Very conceptualized, but he would talk about triple negation in Buddhism, which is really beautiful. Like Buddha said, you were neither born, not, not born, or neither of those either. Yes? So they always... Negation is always the way it has to go, sooner or later. Because the whole point is, there's an identification as a false reference. So the false reference, all it needs is need to be negated by what's so. Yeah? And then suddenly you're not trying to get out of a non-existent thing as a non-existent thing. Yeah. But I don't think anyone gets there through affirmation. I think the only way you get there is by realizing there's no getting anywhere just by negating that which things has to get somewhere. Yeah? So then, the, the solution becomes always available at all times. Right where you are. But not to you. Yeah? That's the beauty of it. Yeah? That's it? You have a done, bro, there? Back there? Yeah? You? Yeah? Done? Uh, I got lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a two question quota. <laughs> you, can sh- you can spend your second question now. You have mine. <laughs> oh, no, there's no swapping. <laughs> uh, you want another one? Sure, sure. sure. Um, You've got to time to, you know, it <laughs> runs out. If you don't ask it, it runs out. Uh, well, like, it seems like. You, the way you go is like very direct, sort of. You know, and I re- I've read Course in Miracles, not fully through, uh, on like less than 120 or something like this. It seems like it talks about much more flowery stuff that you talk about. It talks about like a translated world. You mentioned happy dreams. Yeah, yeah. And you said like it's not about the affirmation, but it seems like it's full of that stuff. And uh, I, I guess I wonder. Well, it just distills through what whoever's reading it or something. For me, I just like dog shit stuff. Yeah, I don't like to see that. I heard the flowery stuff, and I heard people like trying to describe the indescribable. It just doesn't work with me. I much rather go the negation route. Yeah, because I truly believe the act of being identified as a self is the sort of the 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 obscuration. 
It's an activity, yeah? So by seeing what you're not, by re- recognizing you're not that reference point, then, a new, then the possibility of the reference point is pointless, yeah, that it's always available right where you are, becomes obvious. Yeah. So I, used, I was thinking, you know, I was going to do a lot of course talks, but it always got, I just shrink it down to, I think, the essence, which is seeing the preoccupation with the verb of being the act of being identified as a self. I think that's all you need to see. But if you don't see that, you'll be looking from its effects. So you might as well... Yes? If you miss this, it's like a shadow all the other way you go. That's why some people would call it the problem and stuff like that. They give an emphasis to it because of its its uh, influential effect, yeah? Because if you start... Let's say you can buy all the maps to L.A., but if you made a mistake and you're thinking you're in Omaha or in your Miami, if you follow those maps, maps diligently, you're not going to get to L.A. because you mistook, mistook where you're at. Now, if you see you're not in L.A. or Omaha, you'll lose interest in buying maps to L.A. <laughs> because you're in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so your scriptures will be a sentence like what's looking is what you're looking for that has been, that has produced more downloads than 800 book pages of a book I saw a book at this store once it's, it was 1200 pages on consciousness but you're conscious <laughs> why would you want to read about what you are it's 1200 pages <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no fucking sense to me. Why would you want to just have the highest point of knowledge when you're being what you'd like to have knowledge about? And if you look at it, what's knowing is never going to be known. Like all scientists, they can study everything they freaking want to study, but they can't study what's studying. <laughs> Nothing can get before that which is before. Yeah? There's not there's never gonna be a seer of the seeing. There's just seeing. So if that dawns in you, end of any search. You've hit Pater. You've been resting in it. <laughs> you are you're you're rolling around in the Pater. Looking for Pater. Or like the man in the river selling water. It's just like that joke. But you, we're, we're like people in the river buying water. Yeah? We, because we think someone's more wet than us. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right. That's that, eh? Yeah? Thank you. Oh yeah, Brenda's going to sing a song to me too. Do you like? Yes. Yes. Don't we want a song? Some of these people have been waiting for the song. They just put up with this shit. Hey, why not? And uh, if you just feel like throwing a little donation, please see me after the. 
Yes. And thank you for your donation. Appreciate it greatly. I forgot to. Yes. You want to sit up here? Yeah. Oh, no. Sit there. Yes. Yeah. Um, Can we someone see and get her? Do you mind being recorded? No. Um, so, speaking of someone who wants to describe the indescribable Rumi, do you like Rumi? Yeah. Yeah. He got pretty close to. This is a, a Rumi poem set to called. Um, what is it called? I am in love with love. There's a part where you can sing along to. We'll be singing Jay Rodney. Like a lover, 
Representation in the simplest way of describing it of uh, transformation and just uh, obliteration, actually. Total destruction. In all the best ways. This is all. No, uh, how does this song start? <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've seen. Something else. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Make it up. Yeah, I will. Okay. It's going to be something like this. Everything I thought I should be. Everything I thought was me. Now it's giving way to something with no form or identity. 
This is all that ever has been And forevermore shall be Everything I thought I had been Everything that I believe Is falling
Surrender to anything. You've got to be surrendered. Something will do it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. No, it isn't. That's the good news. You don't have to, you won't care that much if you fail.